0: World Series is on the air. This is Nathan Field, Detroit, where the Detroit Tigers and the Douglas Cardinals are battling for the World Championship. The play-by-play descriptions of all the World Series games are brought to you with a compliment of the Ford Motor Company, Mr. Henry Ford, Mr. Ethel Ford, and your local Ford dealer, producers and distributors of Ford and Lincoln Tires and Ford Trust. The sponsors will be amply repaid you get enjoyment from these broadcasts this time during the preceding six game, we've had the pleasure of presenting Graham Mackenzie, who has, in his own vivid style, pictured the World Series color, excitement, and the crowd. Unfortunately, Graham had to return to New York last night, and I know he misses being here today. He's listening, we know. Here's the beginning of this seventh and deciding game of the 1934 World Series. We miss him, as we know you do. Now for the impending three-game tenseness and excitement of today. We turn you over to Don Wilson of New York. He'll give you the picture here, and Tom Manning will decide the, the first four and a half innings while we'll have the pleasure during the last half of the game. All right, Don Wilson, come right in and help yourself with this microphone. Thank you, Ford Fun. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. I hardly need to tell you that uh, there's a capacity crowd gathered here in the stands at Mason Field in Detroit, Michigan this afternoon to witness the seventh and final game of the 1934 World Series between the Cardinals and St. Louis. The Tigers of Detroit. A capacity crowd feeds of a highest pitch for this crucial battle. Not only are the spectators in an almost state of frenzy, but the players themselves are very much on edge, with their nerves being very taut. A condition which might easily be fanned into a flame because of the strain of such an exciting series, as you already know. You will recall that this is the first time since 1931 that the World Series has gone to seven games from the St. Louis Cards, fought it out with Connie Mack's athletics. Experts have said that this series will depend largely upon the effectiveness of the pitchers, which is quite an obvious fact in the short series. And that prediction has held through with the great teams, Dizzy Daffy, Blue Boy Raw, and Tommy Bridges. So far, Daffy Dean is the only pitcher to go through unscathed. Lowe, Bridges, Busy Dean, each having won one and lost one game, while Daffy has won both his stars. It was right here in Detroit that this old World Series this year opened, and that first game was conspicuous for two particular reasons, the blowing up of the Tiger infield, which may be accredited to over-anxiety, and uh, the pitching of Dizzy Dean, the Cards winning 8-3 to in that first game. Then the second game came along, and it was marked by the outstanding pitching performance of schoolboy Rowe for Detroit. He turned in an all-time standout accomplishment of retiring 22 men in a row. Then the scene of the battle came down to Portland Park in St. Louis. Paul Daffy Dean in the box for the cards. Lacking his usual control, Daffy frequently was trailing the batter, who had this youngest of the Dean brothers uh, up three to two. As a result, Paul had the bases populated most every inning during that game, but due to the fine support and teamwork of the entire Cardinal squad, and some mighty crafty championships on Daffy's part, the cards came through to win four to one. Then came the fourth game of this series and the Tigers' balls was sharpened to needle a point. Detroit's batting strength, overpowering St. Louis, with Detroit winning to the tune of 10 to 4. But this game gave us the finest pitching of this series to date. A most enviable record being turned in by Tommy Bridges of the Detroit Tigers, who pitched the sharpest breaking ball that he had ever had and who would have had a shutout for his credit, but for one, Mr. Delancey, the stalwart card catcher who pulled along long one out for a homer, scoring the only run for St. Louis. The Tigers winning 3-1. That brings us down to yesterday's game here in Detroit, which was one of those good old fashioned Ball games as we listen to it. Starring honors going to one Leo DeRoche, hard shortstop. Golf admittedly, rather a four-hitter. He knocked the old apple all over the lot, getting three hits out of four times at bat. Luchat would also gets the hand for his spectacular catch with his back against the fence of Delancey's bid for an extra base hit. Starts winning, as you well know, yesterday, 4-3, to three, and what a ball game that was. This brings us down to the task at hand, the present task, this seventh and deciding game for the World Championship. And don't you for one minute think that those men down there won't all be giving everything that they have this afternoon, not only for the honor of winning. And the Matic of the world baseball champions, but for the eighteen hundred dollars at stake, which is the difference between fifty seven hundred dollars and thirty nine hundred dollars, as the players share for the winners. You know, I've been sitting at home in New York, listening to Port Bond and Tom Manning give us their very splendid reports on these games, and listening to Mac, as we so affectionately call Graham McAnes, giving us this pregame color and his very pertinent remarks throughout the game. I've been sitting at home in New York listening to these reports just as you have. And as I was flying through the air by a plane between here and New York last night, it occurred to me that I'd like to know just a little bit more about these players whose names have become almost household words during this period. So thinking that perhaps uh, many of you listening in in our radio audience might be interested in the same thing, I dug down into the voluminous biographical files and have here some highly informative data which I think perhaps many of our radio audience will be interested in. Before we give that to you, just a few moments before we took the air, there was a huge, small horseshoe taken in here and placed just to the left of the batter's box here at Haven Field for this World Series. It was uh, brought in by Tommy Richardson, Mickey Cochrane's man, and Topsy O'Toole, nationally known as probably the noisiest baseball looter in America. This huge floral tribute will be presented to Mickey Cochran, manager of the Detroit Tigers. The Cardinals being versus today, let let's look down and see what happens, and some of the facts pertaining to some of their planes. John Pepper Martin is the third baseman, and incidentally, Pepper, as you probably already are cognizant, about heads the batting order the St. Louis Nationals. Pepper Martin, the wild horse of the Old Sabres, and the outstanding hero of the 1931 World Series. He's the Cardinals' regular third baseman instead of center fielder as he was in the 1931 series. Martin has improved his play around the hot corner so much that he is considered by many as one of the fastest fielding third basemen in the National League. He's like a cat on punch down the third baseline and possesses an arm of steel. There's no doubt about his batting and base running. He ranks among the best ball players in the Heidler circuit. His 1934 record shows that bat 289, fielding 942. That's Martin heading to the batting list for the card. In comes right fielder John Rothrock. John Rothrock has been batting around the majors for the past five or six years. Most of the time he spent trying to make good with the Boston Red Sox. An injury to his leg while running the bases hampered his work, and he never until now reached stardom. We met him down at the hotel this morning, and he is a fine specimen of athletic fitness. Rothrock was used in most ever position with the Sox, but did not cast a pitch. He was sent to Columbus in the American Association, a farm team with the cargo chain, and they played such stellar ball that the Cardinal management decided to give him another chance. He played a fine game for the Cards this season, and has come through with many a timely blow. Jack is a finished fielder, and his throwing arm is one of the very best. He's also very, very fast on the bases. He's one of the few Cardinal players who have not started in their chain store and worked himself up into the major league team. This is his first camp in the World Series, and he has shown the temperament and ability to do great things. 1934 record, batting 284, fielding 978. Then we come to Frankie the second baseman and playing manager for the St. Louis Cardinals. Frankie was made manager of the St. Louis Cardinals and said that he would instill the McGraw system of playing ball in the Cardinals' scheme of things. And so far, he's carried it out to the letter. but you know, the member of the Giants for eight years, and in that time, he absorbed all of McGraw's methods. He has his teammates on the goal to insist that they take an extra base every time there's a possibility of making it. Pike is a great believer in the hit-and-run play, which made McGraw one of the most feared managers in baseball. The freedom place may not be as subtle as the old giant manager was, but he's very, very close to it. Drake is one of the greatest money players ever to take part in the World Series. His ability for making the seemingly impossible plays and uh, playing bang-up ball when the going is the toughest seems to be one of Flanky's main points not suffered in all his long play since he took over the managership of the st louis team his 1934 record batting 306 fielding 971 then we have at left field joel ducky wucky medley ducky working language a slugging young hungarian of the cardinals is one of the hardest hitters in the national league he gave promise after his first season in the majors in 1933 of being a coming star. He remained among the first five batters most of the season, but his slump dropped him from that select circle. Ludwig is one of the leading extra base hitters of the National League and one of its leading run scorers and batter in of runs. He has a great throwing arm and covers a lot of territory in that old left field garden out there. Middleton's never failed to hit below the 300 mark in all the six years that he's been playing in the minor and major league baseball. He makes his home in New Jersey, and first again playing ball around that section. The Cardinals picked him up and played with them with their style in 1930. Let's listen to the Star final Banner. You know, they've been battling and battling during the past six days for a supremacy of baseball. They're all evened up now. Each club has won three games. Yesterday afternoon at this time, Detroit Tigers were feeling that the series, uh, series would be over last night. The Cardinals beat them with a nice 4-3 victory. And now, it is three games of The all-important games, is being played here this afternoon. Tonight, the World Series will be over unless this ball game is tied up. We don't look for that boys, you know, start early in the afternoon at of time to get the game over before dark. That is the only thing for us to go free. So that's the World Series of ending tonight. Errol and he's a boy, you know, who is not superstitious. On his back, the big homo, number 13, he's a boy who picked that grand game the other day, and won for the Tigers. Now we're ready to go. Mike Coffman, you know, who spent the night in the hospital here at uh, Detroit. right so Coffman, on his injured knee. He is out there. He's not going to let the boys down. He's going to be here battling this grabbing game. We're about ready to go. Tupper Martin is up. offer winds up his arm. Ball one. The fast ball is high inside. And Tupper Martin circulates the plate. Yes, sir, this important game is on the way. The wind up and the pitch. Ball two. Hawker. Two has a third ball in the over the plate but too high. And the count of Tupper Martin Two and nothing. Oh, and a serve. Bokel's short. Daring a second. Greenberg first. The wind-up. The pitch. Ball. Another curve ball is low outside. And a count on Temple Martin. First hitter of the afternoon is three and nothing. Hank Greenberg takes a few steps over toward the pitcher. Dwelling words of encouragement. Walker taking his time. And now the windup. Ball three. The strike. Ball. Ball. A pointing fastball is right down the alley, so high. Harry Gargoyle behind the back, sitting at first, Owens at second, and Slams are in at third. The fifth, three and one. The strike, right, Harold. Three and two. Yes, sir, the fans are really packed up the draft room. Like the crowd this afternoon. There's a capacity cloud here, the sun is shining brightly. There's a wind blowing in from right field this afternoon. Three and two is the count, and here it is. He's and missed. John Martin. Oh, that was pitching. Yes, sir, that was pitching. In this old ball game with all these funny on it, Eldon After just as cool as an iceberg. He gets the count three and nothing on the first hitter, Couple Martin. He then sucks three of them right down the alley, and finally, with a count three and two, Pepper Martin. And missed one gone. Nobody on. Rock rock up. The foot. It's a tight oh. No. Elder Walker has money on that one. Here's the wind up again. It's a fly up in the center field. A base hit. Flight is going over the foul. It's hit into that center field. Rock rock is rounding first. The throw. Rock rock is second. It's a double. Jack Woffrock nailed that ball, a scorching line drive into left center field with JoJo right going back fast, he knocked the ball down, and before he could pick it up and get it back to the infield, Woffrock was on second base. A 2 for Woffrock and manager Frankie Fritz is coming up. Umpire Harry Geisel delayed proceeding for a moment to cut off the dish. Harry Geisel and all the players are all very much satisfied with the, the ball and strike decisions of all of these umpires. Here we go now, ready to go on quick. Run down, run on second. Ball one. The hook ball is high and outside. It's the first inning. Rock rock on second. The pitch. The highest fly ball out of the short center field. Roquel going back, White coming in. Roquel has it. Two out. Rock rock on second. Frankie Priest swung the fast ball, it was a high pitch inside, hitting the ball on the handle of his back, and Jojo White, Billy Wolfgill, were off with a crack of the bat, Wolfgill turning around and making a neat catch, for so out number two. Joe Medwick, Joey Medwick, the cardinal left fielder is up, a right-hand hitter, there's the stretch. and now the pitch, it's a ball, a fastball is inside, Medwick pulls away from the plate, First inning at all. Cardinals batting two outs. Jack Walcroft on second. The result of a double. All one on Joey Medwick the hitter. The, the high infield fly ball. Going back a third base with Allen going back fast. He has it. And that's all for the St. Louis Cardinals in the first inning. Go run. One hit and go Allen. Four bond. These World Series broadcasts are brought to you through the courtesy of the makers of the Ford V8. Here, in the Cardinal half of the first inning, Marshall came up, the count went to 3-2, and two, and then he went down swinging hard beyond the strikeout route and took that long, long left back to the bank. Jack Rothrock followed him in the batting order, banged one out into left-center field for a two-base hit. He rests happily down on second as Frankie first came to bat. A high-flat and short left center. Rogel went back on the grass under it and had it in the pocket for the second out. Two out, one on, and Hedwick up. Hedwick fouled one, high behind third. Owens went out fast under it and took that one in the net. No run, one hit, no error. And a big zero hangs in the first half of the first inning for St. Louis on the scoreboard out in right field. Here's Dean, is taking his place out of the mound, he's warming up with Delante, and Jojo White is down his wings, two big bats. as he comes into the batter's box, and here's Tom Manning. You know, there's little pictures on there that we want you to get. Here's Dean, you know, is in the box this afternoon. Joe Hallahan was the expected picture. Frankie Chris said before the game, that well, if Diz wants to go, We're going to put him in there. Perhaps he thinks that Dizzy team are very much instrumental in the winning the pennant, and he's getting the chance to pitch the ready to go. White is up. All one. Oh inside. That's what happens to reason that busy Dean with only a day's left is in there this afternoon instead of wild Bill Hallahan. Jojo White is up. All one Strike. fall. All one and strike one. Jojo White, a left-hand hitter. Center fielder and leadoff man of the Fagans. The windup, one and one. Strike hole a fast ball to poke over the outside corner to a left-hand hitter, and it is now strike two, and ball one. Wind-up, the pitch, it's a bounding ball, now the franchise comes over, he has it, so throws to Collins, White is out at first, one side tider down in the first inning. That was a bounding ball, the franchise came over to his left, picks it up, Mickey Coffman gets a hand Listen. him. Manager Mike Coughlin. There was a lot of doubt here in Detroit last night. As to whether or not, manager Mike would be able to play today. He was quite and running out of hit yesterday, and Paul Dean put back against his face. It was a bad gas and he was in the hospital all night. But he's out here this afternoon, helping the boys in this crucial World Series ball game. First inning, one out. Coughlin up the pitch. That's right, Coughlin fast ball was right down the old alley. And up with one out and nobody on. The drive off to left field with a foul. Ball curve foul and the foul on Cochran. is strike two. Mike Cochran is up and Gellinger will be next. Long, busy, team. Licky. Like two. The wind up. coming, It's a brown ball down second. Fink comes up with it. close to Collins. Cochran is out. Two outs. Nobody on. Out. Gehringer coming up. Gehringer getting a nice round of the play. Now the Gehringer, you know, living up to his reputation of the past. Quiet fellow. Just in there, playing his best ball all the time, and his best is good enough. Two yards, nobody on, around, the pitch to Gellinger. The high fly ball out toward left field. It is curving, all of everybody after it. Nobody gets it. Ooh, Jerry Mibrick is almost entered that time. He came over fast, and his side comes into the concrete failure. in one of the boxes out there back of third base. He's got all along the gutter ball down and Galloway's go going back out to left field. Johnny Carrier was taking no chances on that ball. He had drowned the second base and was on his way to third. The pick to drive deep the right field. That box is going over near the line under it and he has it. That's all for the Tigers in the first inning. No runs, no hits, no errors. Run. No runs for Jess. Forward. Jeff's a rebound manning no runs and death Two of those zeroes now hang out on that right field scoreboard. St. Louis, nothing. Detroit, nothing. And we end the first inning of this important ball game. The important, Jeff Surrey, the seventh and deciding game of the 1934 World Series. He's teams battling the Detroit Padgers and the St. Louis Cardinals. He tied up a three-game And Here's what happened in the Padgers after the first. White came up, found it to Frick, and he was out first to pilot. Cochran, is back grounded one hop down the second. They just stopped it. Winged it over to first base. rip silent, retiring Cochran. Right in and Coxon down and Geringer up. Geringer finally at the bang that fly out over third base and serving foul. a fly out into right field and Rock box it for the third out. No run, no hit, no error. Now we have the fifth man in the Cardinal batter coming up. Running to the plate here in the second inning, and Tom Manning to give it to you. All right, Tom. It's Rick Collins, the Cardinal, first track, of a left-hand batter. held the Arthur. Right-hand Submariner is in the box. The line-up, the pitch, He swings to at the drive out in the left-hand, field as the face hit. Collins rounds first, right has the ball, puts it into to Rochelle. It gets past Rogell, carrier backing up, recovers the ball, and Collins stops at first a single line drive off to Jojo right, but he took on the bounce he got away from Rogel on the return, but Garinger was backing up that's the second the hit, Bill DeLancey the was up, the fifth ball one, a fast ball back to into Cochran's glove Bill DeLancey pulling away from the plate and it is ball one. First pass off the second inning a ball back, strike. Fire one, strike one. Ball one, strike one, the stretch. A peek over to first, the pitch. It's a foul. Outside, and the count on Bill Galanti, Left hand hitter is two and one. Elder Locker, having a... Hard time out there in that pitching rubber, trying to get that extra third out of the way. Now he's all set to go. All two and strike one, the pitch. It's a bounding ball down third. Owens to carry Two And here's that play again with Collins on first. Bill Delancey left the ground ball to move Owens. Oren to Gallier, Collins was out, Gallier to Greenberg, getting the hitter to Lansing, two outs, nobody on. Out. All standing up. with the first pitch coming right up here. look out for oh, Somebody caught it. Well, that's the closest we've come to being hit so far. Ball starts one. Something about these microphones, they should not be hit by a ball there. Start one of the count, and the six. And the same in the right field. Ball is received by Pete Fox. Returns to Rochelle at second. Orsaddy stops the first. The second final hit of the inning. The third of the afternoon. Leo DeWolchers. The star of yesterday's ballgame. Brilliant shortstop yesterday at Oleo has have three days at all. This to the outfield. Ostaddy on first. to Rochers up to the pitch. sykes The Rocher, back to right-handed. There's the stretch of Deacon's first. Coming, there he goes. The player's at second base. He is out stealing. Eric Scotty is out stealing. Oxford, two carriers. 0 one. Two hits. and of error in the first half of the second inning. Four. Collins, the first guy, the batter up in the side after second. That one into center field over second base for a clean single. Delancey, Joe Delancey, Delancey catcher of the St. Louis Cardinals, grounded one down to Marv Owen. Owen took it, chopped over to second where Gearinger had it, swinging it down to Greenberg for a double play. Play wiping up the bases, two out and Orsatti coming to the Or Orsatti grounded one into right field for a single. He was on Emil Derosa, who came up yesterday, got three out of four, and was up there swinging that bat hard. And our went started down to second, and was out on the block down there from Mickey Cochran's wing, retiring the side. No run, two hits, and no error. Now we come to the fourth batter in the Detroit Tigers lineup, as they come up for half the second. It's the goose, goose goslin stepping up to the plate now, and here's Tom Manning coming in to give it to you. All right, Tom. Does he see his there kicking ball that third around the pitching rubber? as is prepare to go into the tiger half of the second inning. No runs as yet. A windup, gone from hitting. First ball is a throw. Hopper down first base. Collins takes it, crosses to Dean. He's out. Collins takes the ball and Dean, busy Dean, covered the bag, taking the throw and getting the foot out. One goal That was a lazy, bounding ball that missed Collins' hand. Next hitter will be Philly little shortstop of Detroit Tigers. starting is batting left hand this afternoon against the right hand of Dizzy Dean. Here's the windup. One gone, nobody out. On. Long one this time. Here comes. As the pounding falls out. George DeRosa is in fast. It's close! He's safe! That was a pounding ball with DeRosa came in fast forward. Through the ball in the third. Carlos knocks it down and it is scored as an error for shortstop DeRocher. Rochelle's face at first on DeRocher's error. Greenberg body. Big right hand hitter. Last half of the second inning, one out, and Rochelle is on first. There's a stretch and the pick. Strike foul. That was a hook ball that tipped. The outside corner of the plate to Hank Greenberg. Greenberg has his jaw set down there. the traffic, It that bat up and down. There's the stretch and the pitch. Right! He swings hard and misses. And out it's two and nothing. Hank Greenberg is ready. First baseman, from Curlbo and is next. Rochelle is on first. One man out. He is pumping his left foot up and down out there on the rubber. There's the stretch now. A peak at first and the pitch. A foul back and the crowd remains right two. And up across the to move, ball will fire Harry Geisel. Bill Delancey looks several yards out toward the pitcher's box and then crosses it to Tizzy. Tizzy takes his left up and first looks out towards center field and now he's looking in at Hank Greenberg standing out there. Rubbing the ball in his bare hands. Now he's ready to go to stretch. It's strike two, you know. A play at first. Rogel is safe. Busy turns, up that ball over there with 40 out to the rip column. Now it's stretch. The pitch. Strike three. He swung hard. Had a curve ball over the outside corner. It was just above the knees and missed it for a third strike. Two men out. Both on first. And Herb Owen. Detroit Tigers, third baseman. Right hand hitter is up. No runs as yet, you know. There is the threat. The pitch. The bombing ball down a couple. Of Martin. Martin comes up with it. Close to first, Forcing Blake Gell at second for the third out. No runs. No hits. One else, telephone. The Ford Motor Company is sending you to broadcast the World Series game. The National Broadcasting Company presents a special news bulletin from the French Radio Bureau, Marside, France. French Foreign Minister Louis Barthou died today from bullet wounds inflicted by an assassin who also killed King Alexander I of Yugoslavia. It was first reported that Barthou's injuries were not serious. At first, the French cabinet has been hurriedly called into meeting to take action on the assassination of King Alexander of Yugoslavia a grave European crisis is here. Sound Prince Peter, 11 years old, the son of the flame king, probably will be proclaimed king within a few days. These bulletins have the Press Radio Bureau. For further details read your newspaper. Here we are now, going into the first half of the third inning. Out on the mound, Elvin Alter is warming up with Mickey Chaplin. We have Leo DeRocher coming up there, who was attacked, when Orsatti was out of second on the field. Here's Tom Manning to give you the first half of his third inning. All right, Tom. Here's Ossi, you know the and Obie, Cardinal shortstop in the that last inning when Orsatti erase erased. Well, the walker, right-hander, batters wind up on the first pitch to the Rochers. A tight call. Here's the wind-up again. Ball in, a fast ball is high inside. And the count on Delosier, it's one and one. Ball two, Hawker's third ball was low and 20 outside. Two and one. Ball two and strike one. After walked out of the path for second base, now he's in there again, the wind-up. Wright fell. That was a third ball, right over the heart of the plate, and on the count onto Ochoa, it's two and two. Ball two and strike two. Has a drive out of the center field. right going over a little bit under it, waiting. He has it. One man out. Leo Deloche, the Cardinal shortstop, fires to Jojo White. This hand is for Dizzy Dean. Delon Dizzy Dean of the Cardinals batting one well out, nobody on. Coming Oh, up the track. Dizzy Dean let it back right out of his hand, and it rolls clear down past the first base cushion. at that ball and followed it up. Now the coach is swinging it back. Gizzy walked walk way down to get it. He's taking his pitching hand that time. With the back strapped out of his hand and probably stung for a moment. Here he gets a big hand full of dirt. Rubbing that old bat around there plenty. What you can say he's got a real grip on it. Going. Another foul back. Strike two. The big boy is taking a lazy swing at that ball. That time he reached over the outside corner for a bad six. That one rather reasonably at him. And the count is 2-11. Here's the windup. Strike two on Goody Dean. that back one out in the left field. Looks like a phase hit. It is a phase hit. The team is bounding first. Dazler has the ball. Dean is going down. It's going to be close. It is close. He ties in. He's he safe. A double for Goody Dean. Throwing up at 20, close to second base, but now goes we'll to turn to Rochelle. Voice jumps a little bit on the 50-box side of the bag, and Nicky Dean stood on the other side with a right nice hook slide, and he is straight getting a two-base hit. With okay, a long, close swing effect, ball just started right, and cut it out to left field for a two-base. Pepper Martin coming up. Last time up, of struck out. stretch and the pitch. He rocks one out to left and serving foul. It is foul. Strike one. Only those two umpires, Bill Graham and Harry Giesel are certainly out there in position to feed that one. Harry Giesel running about 15, 6 down, 4 third. He's got a good through that line. Strike one on couple marks. There's the stretch and the pitch. 4-1, a fastball inside, and the call is 4-1, one, strike one. Greenberg is playing back, so is Owen. They're not expecting it. The punt, 4-1, strike one. Ball two, the third ball is outside. He's going control what this couple line is going to do, you know. One man out, and Jimmy Dean is on second. As the founding ball ground first, Greenberg has it. Walker covering. He's safe, at first base. Offer coming over to corner, and Pepper Martin beating by an eye There's a bit of an argument going on down there at first base. With Scheringer, as his had off, Scheringer, you know, is seldom in the argument. He probably just look like we had him. But Offer and Greenberg both talking to Dean Gordon. But Pepper Martin gets it out. So it will be scored as a base hit. That's what he on third base. First and third. No runs in his head. One man out. And Jack Walcroft, a cargo
1: right fielder. Left hand batter coming up. The Tigers are going to play back, hoping to get a double
0: play. A playing deep. There's the stretch, run is on first and third, run Left Warflop hitting, the pitch. Pass is going down The throw from the church. The fifth away from Gellinger but team, holds third base. After stolen base for Peppa Martin, Mike Coughlin's smaller landed about 10 feet in front of Gellinger. Gellinger stuck up his left hand and batted the ball 15 to 20 feet away. But you can see the pitcher held fast to third base. He's out stolen base for a couple of marks. 4-1 on Rathrock. Parker has his breath out now. is working around the pitchers' box, 4-1 This is a tough spot in this important ball game. Runners on second and third. Here's the line-up. The pitch to Rathrock. All two of third ball. Rathrock steps into that one. going to have to pull away fast. He's horrible. Dazler comes down and starts to start the plate. So we're delayed for a moment. Scrooge Rock is out of the batter's box. Now he's in there ready to go. The count is ball two. The six. Ball three. The throw ball inside. It's three to nothing. Frankie we will be up next. Here he comes. Well, four. He left. The bases are loaded. He do not believe that that was an intentional pass to Jack Warfrock. Parker was throwing down just a little bit too much. The play for half-gun. Not to give Warfrock anything good. That's what a runner. Don't so there be a chance for a double carry at Bobby's base. Frankie switches up. The is cool, playing back, hoping for a double carry. Let off the bags, loaded. The
1: pitch.
0: A foul up and back. Straight. Our manager is Frankie. Here's the picture, you know, Gene is on third base. Pepper Martin on second. Jack rock, 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 is on first. First half of the fourth inning, no runs. Score the jet and come out. Here's the lineup. Strike right one. There, the fastball is inside. Frankie Chris pulling away and then leading back on his back count as one and strike one. Here's the wind-up, a long one, barrel one, strike one. The fire fire up and back into the stands, and it's strike two. The roar, if you heard, one of the barrel fans popped up there, and has a World Series souvenir. Strike two and ball one. Up the up-point guards will have out a new ball. Hawker is out there with his glove off and is blowing on his hands. Now he's in there, ready to go. Strike two, ball one, bags loaded, one out. The windup Cummings. coming. It's a ball, outside. It's a count two and one. Hawker had one to wait. fired up third ball, way outside. And now it's two and two. All two and strike two. Here's the windup. Two and two. It's a drive to right field, It's Kirby foul. Everybody running. Ralph is around the third base. The ball landed about three or four yards outside the foul line, and the count on 23 remains 2-2. Ralph is coming back to first. Robert Scoly. He was on third. Papa Martin on second. Ralph on first. One out, two and two on the header. Walker getting the signal now. And here's that long, wind up. Two and two, the pitch. There's a crack to back in the right field at the base hit. You can see he's coming across the plate. The ball gets away from the back. Here comes Marky. Rock Rocker's rounding third and coming in. Rock Rock, also scoring. The throw is the third base. Three and nothing. It's over a the cargo. With a for it, Frankie pitch. Throw a low line drive off the right field. Pete coming over back, that is a ball, over the foul line, and score from third. Martin scored from second. Block was who is a very fast runner, took right arm going, and scored all the way, standing up. It is scored as the two-base hit, All It is now, St. Louis Cardinals of the National League, three. Detroit of the American League, nothing. Mike Goplin, Merv and author. Standing over there, about five feet inside the foul line near third base, having a bit of a conference. With a bad voted and Plankey Fitz, you know, who so played in a good many world series, that up there, and after getting a card up 2-2, he followed on several and then finally nail onto the right field. Two-boy rolls. His lead will replace El That is final official as yet. Schoolboy roll is coming in. Is the warning up outside there under the grandstand. stand? And we believe in the moment it will be official, that Schoolboy row roll we'll will replace Ellen
1: DeMarcus.
0: Mike Jackson has taken the ball from the Fire now. and walked out to the pitching rubber by Owen, Yaringer, and Greenberg. The ball walks over to the box. Correct, two by roll. Officially, they'll be the relieving pitchers. That all happens in the third inning, you know. With one man gone, Dean up the double into left field. Pepper Martin, and single, beat out and slow pounded down first, putting Dean on first. Pepper Martin stole second, and Jack Walkoff took a base on ball, filling the bag. Frankie Pitts. Then doubles to right field, throwing the bases and making it the Cardinals' three, the Tigers' nothing This is the 7th y'all, of the final game of the World Series. The boys have battled tooth and nail during the past six days. Two games here at Maven Field, the next three over at Portsmouth Park and St. Louis, and they returned here yesterday. The Cardinals won, forcing the seventh game, and here it is. Here in the first half of the third inning. Ready to go again. And Joe Medwick, the left fielder of the Cardinals, will be first to face two There's a stretch and the pitch. A bounding ball down to both Rocal to Greenberg. And Medwick is out. Prince going to third on the play. Unnecessary Frankie Prince still into third base. Taking both chances of being put out. Now we have two men out. And Ripper Collins, the first backer of the Cardinals. Up down battle is up. Ripper Collins. It's the first ball, kicks the face into the left field. Fish scores from third. Basil fumbles a moment, picks it up, puts it into low scales. And Collins back to first. The Cardinals four, Tigers nothing. Bill Delancey. Cardinals catcher will be the next hitter. The score, the St. Louis Cardinals score, Detroit Cardinals nothing. A fair run rally by the Cardinals in this, the first half of the third inning. Orange the set. The pitch, it's a, a ball high inside. One or nothing. On Bill Delantis. Blue Boyle takes the stretch of feet at first, and now the delivery, it's a ball inside, the shot breaking full ball until Delancey gets out of the layout. and the count is to another. There's the structure again. Delancey out in the of ball two. It is, as it's it back out of the right field, going, going, out of the right field, a base hit, the ball turns off the ball, the is rolling in he keeps right on going, and the at the plate... And, Howard, heaps the ball, and he's safe. Bill Delancey, stopping a second. That's a double. Bill Delancey, the five-month captain, took that ball. It was coming across the letters, and he mailed it to the right field corner for two bases. It is now the central squad will die. The 30 Tigers, seven. In my wall, it's now left the open. The Tigers, set up. Here's two for the afternoon. We believe that half Schultz will be the next pitcher that is not official yet but won't be until he starts to the umpire. He's half left-hand pitcher, is doing an as, as the official replacement in the box for the Tigers. The next hitter, the ninth hitter, at the inning by the way, will be Ernie O'Scotty, the little center field. The umpire, Harry Geisel, umpire in seat behind the plate. is called play ball, and we're about ready to go. Half such, you know, there's a left-hand pitcher. Relancey on second of the pitcher. it's a ball. A hook ball break inside for Ernie Ostaddy, and the foul is 1-0. Ostaddy or being the main hitter of the center. Ball two, a fast ball o'clock for Staddy down. Picks himself up rather slowly, jumping himself off, and the count is ball two. As that long, slow step, and the fifth, strike ball. With a count two or nothing, now the marker a fast ball right down the alley for a small strike. Ball two and strike one. Now the step. The high foul over the back of third own going over fast. He doesn't catch up with it. And the count is two and two on early setting. Guys will roll the new ball out there to Halschuk. And then ducks the plate off. Bob is getting back to position. So shortstop will with Mr. Delancey returning to second base. First half of the third inning, two minutes. And the call is ball two, strike two. There's the stretch. And the pitch. Ball three. The speaking curveball is outside. and near-wild pitch with Nockland going out fast to get it. will take one look at it and tosses it over to the Tiger out bring through the pitch. Ball four. On Australi West. Leo DeLosia, the Cardinal shortstop, coming up for the second time in this inning. Open the open this setting with a long slide ball in front field for the first sight. Leo DeWolcher, right-hand hitter is up. There is a stretch. Nice a face loop into right field. Delancey, Bounding third base to take home through much. The bag to water, that was a nice throw by Fox Coughlin. In the last year, Brown at third base with the coach over there. Alley Moss and Alley have the bases loaded. Slack and Susie Dean coming up. Here's something funny. Every one of the cardinals has beat base at least once in this inning. Except Joe Bedwin. Susie Dean comes out of the, moves off the bench rather slowly. That's a pretty stiff breeze blowing. Just a little bit chillier here this afternoon. He took some time getting his jersey off. Back to over to about two hours. Disney Dean is up. The pitch strikes down. Gelassi is on third. Elshani on second. Yarocha on first. Here's the pitch and the high bombing ball down third on his fast, picks it up and is unable to make the play with the first hit Valanci crosses the plate and Givy Dean is safe at first before the high of that ball stops it to hit the edge of home plate and bound to the bus to 20 and 25 feet in the air Givy Dean you uh, know is running fast third ball came in fast and saw that there was no chance of getting Valanci at the plate and no chance of getting Dean at first the so gun that's the world. After second hit of the inning for Dizzy Dean. The start of Cardinals 6, Tiger 7. Aces still loaded, two outs. And John Peppermart, Cardinal third baseman, will be next. The delay in a moment for Dizzy Dean gets the right Cardinal red sweater on. Last time of Peppermart singles in the first inning he struck out. He pops up, left hand is in the back. Busy team has it, run around now, ready to go. The pitch, ball in, fast ball is inside. Pepper Martin pulled away. The
1: is
0: one or nothing. Here's the pitch, ball two. Fast ball is over, but just a little bit low. Now the crowd on Pepper Martin is two or nothing. He's the first cardinal batter of the inning. Ball three. Another low one outside. Three of nothing. All three, the back motor. There's the pitch. All four. four he left. Top horses all starting across the plate. The cardinal, seven to find their Mickey Koppel has left off to the pitching box again and is having a conference out there with half-step. The captain on the shoulder of the step is slowly rushing out of the box over towards the Pfizer bench, which is on the third base side of field. Many of the old-time baseball celebrities are here World Series this year, and it's really good to see them all. Outstanding among them, wherever it goes, is the one and only Dave Ruth. We're going to give you a few of these facts now, because the next five of pictures not walks out of Jeff, and apparently now it'll be some moments before he does. Dave Ruth, all you know, sitting here in the set box. Word is going off to the lead table to Dave Ruth. Will not sign a contract to play ball next year, but he will sign a contract to manage one of the clubs. We believe the Tommy Bridges is coming in to be the next pitcher. So many old familiar figures among them, some of the umpires. Dick Dallas was working at his junior World Series this year. Also, is here to witness two the of these the fine ball games. Boy Van Craplin, formerly of the American League also around the corner. Fifth speaker, that's the greatest centre of all time is here. Eddie Collins, there's another name that comes away. That flies away all the Indians. Formerly the team of and Eddie Collins, you all. The experts just that they were two great second factors. Eddie Collins is here perhaps trying to buy some outstanding ball players for Tom Wachey of the Boston Red Sox, Tommy Bridges, picked up a great game full of Tigers. They will take up the pitching now for the first Tigers. The will offer both game in and keep hard steps on now, uh, Tommy Bridges. Jack Woodruff will be up. The is loaded, two men out. Seven runs across the base, for the Cardinals. car. Frickish Stotts is lined up on the pitch to block, the left-hand hitter. All run. Back ball is in charge. Two men out in the third inning. is loaded tonight. And here's the windup. There's a pounding ball. Stotts comes up with a practice to work ball. flies, out in the first half of the third inning. Where, where have you been? Come in. I've been right here watching this first half, the third inning of the World Series ball game between the Cardinals and the Tigers. This broadcast comes to you with a compliment of the Ford Motor Company and the Ford dealers of the America and comes direct from Naganfield, Detroit. Here is the story of the first half in the third inning for the the flag is back, the road up a long flight, of Whitefield field out in left center field. Dean is back, a fly to left field, set to a double by a slide into second. Martin came up, beat out a hit to Greenberg. The play Greenberg to Arthur, and he was safe on a very close decision. Rock Rock went up, Martin went down, got away with a left field in second. Rock Rock Rock. It back, first double to right field, scoring Dean, Martin, and Rock Rock. Nedwick came up, and Roll was placed after. Nedwick was out, throw ground to Greenberg. First going to third. Collins at back, single the left, scoring first. Delancey doubled to the barrier, scoring Collins. Alcati was up, and he walked. The Roche is single, sending into Lancey. Valsati going to second. Dean at back, Bounded to third. Orange couldn't make a play. Delancey scored. Marking up, Walked sending Valsati across. Valsati was finally out. When Bridges replaced, Roll, they faced Hodgett. Out of bounders, down to second. All right, come in, John Manning. Here we go into the last half of the third. Pete Fox is the hitter, right hand batter. It's a pitch. It's a throw. A fast ball is low outside. This is the first time up this afternoon for Pete Fox. Here's the pitch. Strike. go Ball one and Strike one. Strike one, and Dizzy Dean, and know, has had a long run. Here's the pitch. A fire on up and back. Strike two. Fox is up, and Tommy Bridges on deck. Dizzy Dean has his glove and breaking that floor. He spots the right field of the Tigers, and the count of strike two and ball run. The wind-up, and the pitch. Has a drive out in the center field, Lord Satterly, moving on a little bit. He's under it. We take this. He caught nailed that fast ball, and drove it on a line out to Ernie Earl Satterly, the Cardinals' better fielder. One long In the final half, of the third inning. Tommy Bridges coming up to the plate. Tommy walking up there rather slowly. And he steps into the batter's box getting the signal from Joe Delancey. The windup and the first set Strikes. Tommy Bridges takes the cut-up that one and misses. And the ground ball to Chris. just knocks the ball down. Picks it up close to Collins and Bridges is out. That was a hot flash that Sarah off to me. How flashy freak on second baseman. Rolls four, five feet away. He pouts on it, rips it over to Kyle, and Bridges is out. The Tigers have batted it around. And White coming up for the second time. Joe White, the Tiger center fielder. The first pitch. Kyle, up and back at third base, strike one. The Tigers have that made hit off. Dean is just to north. Right. Carl. J.J. White got out his box that time as if to suck. Upper Martin came in fast. And again, as he did the other day, Delancey whipped that car right down at him. Maybe that's a match, I don't know. Right through. White to you North, know, back to left-handed. Two men out. No batter out. The pitch. As it's rounded out into center field. Tony Arcade going over in the left-handed under it, and he takes it. A third for the Tigers in the third no-run, no hits no errors. It's 7-0, favoring the St. Louis bad in this bar game, which is coming to you from Navenfield, Detroit. This is WMHQ, the Chicago Daily News page. Ready for the first half of the fourth inning, you know, the Cardinals seven with cargo dropping. That's Barkey Pritchett. The cargo manager will be first up in the final half of the fourth. Tom Bridges, you know, with a right-hander, is in the box for the first target. Get the signal, now the lineup, and we're ready to go. First hitting. All one. That was a fastball right at the feet of Frankie first. Frankie jumped out of the way, and then uh, on the ground. Now he's getting up. All one to count. Here's the lineup of Tommy Bridge. A bombing ball down to Gary. He comes up with a cleanly. and he caught it to switches out at first. One man out in the fourth inning. Joe Medley, the left fielder. The only man in the carbon lineup was not made a hit as yet. He made 20 during the season and he's made 20 in the series so far. Up twice with no hit. Stakes. takes a terrific cut and litter. There's the windup again. Stakes. As a back to the right field. That's going back, coming over under it. And he takes it. Two men out. Nobody out. And uh, Ripper Collins. A Two strong ones back. Those three out. Pick off his slice and stab it in for defense. Here's the first hit to Collins. As it slides out into right field at the base hit. He's back coming in. Picks the ball up and turns it to at second. And Collins has his third hit of the afternoon. Three singles. Bill Delancey, the card of scout, will be next. He has a double out of two times at bat. Bill Delancey, back to left hand. There. There's the pitch. Hit the bar on that side. This is Bobby Quinton's and O's not very big, weighing around 155 to 160 miles. There's the pitch. A bounding bar, slowly down through Carringer. Carringer comes to
1: Rochelle.
0: Here's our next second. Delancey's going one down. The guarantee it possible to look out. in second base. forcing balance at second down the have. No runs, one hit, and no errors. Here comes Mr. Stafford out. The company uh, has the applause of his white fans here in the stand. As he comes out here in the bag, he's of the fourth inning. Come in, John Manning. So far, the Cardinals have made 11 hits off the backup of 50 of the Tigers. And the Tigers of the American League, Andy Forrest, have not made a hit as yet. Will go, he's being on an error. Mike Cochran leads off in the last half of the fourth. He winds up completely with the fire. Higher inside, and the foul is one nothing. on Mike Cochran. There's the wind-up again. Strike throws. There's a hook throw with a pocket ball to race on. Sixth the side corner and the final throw runs and strikeouts. The windup. and the kick. The high fly ball. Here's second base. Frankie Fleet is underway. Fleet it. One man out in the second half of the fourth inning. Charlie Gallagher coming up. Some of, the boys some of them call him Geringer. Some of them call him Geringer. Fowler himself says Geringer. You and I have put it up down the street, everybody. That's right. We've put it up to street, everybody. Geringer gets a nice hand. They're all ready to go. He winds up on the first pitch to Geringer. Strike right, goal. Is he being? It's still firing down on third. Part of the fact that he has a seven run lead. Facing no chances. It's a great hit, the first hit of the afternoon, to right field. Black, black, rock. Take the ball up, shoot it in, to real the length of second, and carry it. That's the first, the fourth, Tiger, hit of the afternoon. Two star of coming up. The Tiger Files, the top, give it up, and just, all the leading reading, the ball, a black, a great hitter jet. It's just, the oh, ball up, uh, fast ball over the face is just a little bit too high. Fast back in the fourth inning, one out, going along first. Stars will hitting, all one The fly ball, short left field, the roaster going fast. Medrick coming in. Hedrick, under it, and he has it. In short, left field. Two off going along first. first. Billy will go. He's going to up. He's hitting left hand of this afternoon for a backhand. will go. He And the pitch. It's too high. there. around. He's going to the back. in there, getting a signal. Right, now the and the ball in ball, and the first just picks it up, passes to Delosius. And Delosius throws the ball over to third, just to show the fans. It was a double play, which was not necessary at first. No words, one hit, and no errors, more. Backman is back to the Dodgers in the fourth. And Captain back, one up, powering Lyon, with first hit on the draft, just to the edge of the draft, back in second base. Gerringer, Donna Geringer then game up. they into right field for a single in the first hit on team for the afternoon. Gosling, then at back, a flyer to Medwick, Medwick coming in fast in the short left and took it for the ass. Roquelle, at bat, fourth year into second, driving one down the face, first Cunningham to the road to the covering the track. No run, one hit, no errors. And the score is seven to nothing, save it at the Lewis seven runs made in the third inning. Eleven hits, the Cunningham's after a set it so far to one hit for the short track. The go to the fifth inning now, with Ernie O'Batter, California boy, coming up there, rubbing the, coming out of his eyes, He steps up to the batter's box, after starting the round, they just walked up to the down, and here's Tom Manning to give it to you. Writers board, ready for the first half of the fifth, Ernie O'Batter, the center field of the car, left-hand batter, you a single on the face down. balls is up, the pitch, first home. Oh. Tommy Bridges set a fast burn, first mile, right down the alley. Coming. The high fireball. Out of short, left field, from coming in, waiting for it, and he has it. One down. Captain Leo DeLocher coming up. Yesterday afternoon, you know, Leo had three hits. He's just about the happiest kid in the East United States, I'll tell you that. He admits himself he's not much of a batter, but he was all right yesterday. The first six, six pounds. Let's see, we'll have one hit out on of two just to the plate this afternoon. Just running one out, nobody out. The windup. There's a high fireball, balls to left field. Jarvis running over about five yards under the plate. He has it. Two outs, nobody out. Busy Dean will be the next batter. Busy Dean sitting on the bus waiting for his turn at bat. Ice coming up there, working very slowly. Busy getting an eye cast from the fans, looking He steps up to the plate. The paper flying around down there. There's just that time has called for a moment. But he won't gets his foot on it, and the cards are having some fun, gets away from it. finally he catches up with it, and they're ready to go. First okay, time for the fifth inning, the cards are coming, two out, nobody on. Dean is up, and the coach, straight, and he is, he takes a terrific cut, and the world that calls, comes up as he swings all the way around, pivoting, and then falls to the ground. There's a pitch gun. <laughs> the pitch again. And the beam swings from way back. I think he's trying to freeze the cloud. So I guess they're getting a kick out of it. To strike the haters. West Coast and East Coast will be missed them for the strikeout ending the, the final half of the fifth inning. Go on, go on, and go on. And here's what happened. On your study, first of all, White House is awful. Leo also quite a draft one. This is Dean and Sam and some three were waiting rather leisurely, and they walked over to the final strikeout. And got a drink of water, and now he's walking slowly out to the pitching rubber to take up his 50 duties against the Tigers in the last half of the fifth inning. fourth half the Tigers have scored seven runs. They made 11 hits. And then the recipient, Eric, three bases on ball. He got that seven runs, 11 hits, three bases on ball. While the Tigers, on the other hand, have out four times, They has made one hit, that by Charlie Gallagher in the fourth inning. Billy Roker with base in the second inning, and um, Pierre the Roches out. With one reach, Tiger half of the fifth inning. Hank Greenberg will be first up, and fourth Cameron will decide to play for you. He's in there. Here's the pitch. A ball going outside to take Hank Greenberg, who back right. DeLancey takes some glasses off the who's out there on the mound, standing just at the edge of the saddle, which cuts the the pitch mound. He goes into his wind up, shoots it in. A ball, right just about the same position, still outside to the right-handed batter. Ball of two. Greenberg swings his back back and forth, looping it around, down 30 feet. Then Gene goes his line, is a pitch. He swings for a strike. Two balls in strike, one. That's the count of Big Mac Greenberg's first batter for the Tigers here in their half of the fifth inning. Four, 7 nothing, favor the St. Louis Cardinals. Gene out, building foot on the rubber, gets the signal and give wind up. Here it is. He smacks one out of the first hit. Here's right center. Comes on down the road to the trees. I've got drop off. in the face. And Big Hank is down on first base here. In goes where set it. Marvin Owen. Marvin Owen of San Jose, California. Two up there for the batter's back. The landscape walked out. and handed the ball to James Dean. A new one. And he's rubbing off. Baking his batter against the it. Grab his foot across and grab the rubber. He can drop a goal there, and walk over. If he's put into it, grabs Rod Greenberg, here's the pick. A ball outside to Marborn. who's batting right. Now let's lead this ball, Marborn. He's down there batting now with one arm. Nobody out, here's the pitch. He's got one high, out into right center. Watt, right, goes right, right, back, back under, and has it in the net. Hank Greenberg will drop the two-thirds of the way down the second case and back over to first. One on, one out, and two spots you left. Two back. A Hoosier left. Evansville, Indiana. Go will find Missouri. He has zigzips to Just setter. Just as he steps up there, he backs right As he green. he turns to his back to the Greenberg as he comes up. 52 on the level, deck, glanced over his shoulder. Greenberg is a little lead in the pitch. A foul back into the screen. Foul, strike one. They start that rhythm McCaffin in the stands, listen. Dean gets the signal, steps up on the mound, goes into his set, glances over, and here's the pitch. A swinging strike two. Missing it cleanly. A fuller, on what being put across there then the lancy shots is down there give the signal they wind up in the steps here it is A bounding foul over into the Tigers' dugout going in there where one of the boys doing that things to go it down into another level of the dugout the OT up there strike two on him and he's back to Greenberg, Glance at it over his goal as it up, doesn't he wind up in the stretch and another glance, here it is. A ball, tall, a ball, there by Harry Godd, who's down there. And it's one ball in strike two. Harry Godd is following him behind the plate today. Ball one in strike two. And Greenberg on first. Wow, here's the pick. He back to the left. He's back to left. off. Greenberg down there, throwing the third base looking down at it. Everything you saw in the one corner, He's back, adjusting his trousers, and he's going to get up fast and more up fast, he hit the dirt down there under Frankie meters leg, Two Tommy Bridges. back Jean, Here's the pitch. A foul strike. Bridges. Two on, one out. Strike one. That's out of the fifth inning. Four seven nothing. Bridges into a with Tommy Bridges the tiger up. Here's the pitch. A foul strike. two. Gene working very hard down on the mound not facing bridges. Greenberg taking lead off third. He Fox off second, far off. Long shot at second, on here's the pitch. A ball, high in fact, right hand the back to right-handed batter. Ball one and right two. Busy, doesn't be certain he's fouled and pulled us the red key to that they shot. Raychap with a flaming flag in his suit. Go to his lineup, here's the pitch. and they got carbon, you've got a head of it. Figures of gardens, they on going to be. The chase now by Georgia White. lands to Georgia. That old really begins to uh, the these types of stuff in this world. Georgia walks in there now, bailing his back behind, and he's back to that. He is left. left out again, again is pulling at his back, and he's back, facing the circuit sizes, looking around a few spots, also over Greenberg on third. Range are right throwing the rubber, watching the landscape for the signal. And there He out there. Rubbing his Then steps back. Off the rubber. Comes up to it again. Again, hitches his charges. Good to his mind up there. Five. Here's a a family, 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 seconded, the pitch. A boundary. to second. He a good receiver. He's the out. the fire. Come in. Tom Manning. Well, that was a play by the road, so again. A brilliant play. The in no second and third for that out. Mike Greenberg is first up, he swingers the right center. Not Allen, Then got a hole of one, and hit a floor toward right field. As his you that wind is blowing up the right field, this afternoon, and it's blows up there, and that's where the ball drops, that you don't to make the top. He tracks, then drop the bubbles. He left center, heads up face me. and a beautiful, specialized team is going to be infield. Greenberg, back with change. Now he did his thing, came up, and was called out on strike, Right chain up. John Horne, got to top the bar, with the higher bounder, low bounder. Leah Dorch is coming over right in front of the second base cushion. Picks the bar up, her one, Two hits, and go home. We come to the conclusion of the
1: fifth inning, and the nationwide broadcast of the World Series games are brought to you by the Ford Motor Company. We are going to the first half of the sixth inning. The Cardinals coming to bat.
0: A couple of Americans will be forced up the right hand batter with home Bridges on Mickey Cox because the battery here. and the car leading 7 and double a couple of place in the battery box down there Sounds the to rubber steps to the back of the box Bridges goes to the line up here it is a strike a looper coming over there global well a strike 1 double goes at as Bridges now has stepped up onto the mound Bridges wind up here it is. He cracks one in the short left. Four three hit. Round first. Going on down in the second gravel makes the throw, into Rotel and him, and is foul safe by a Brick Allen. Robell taking the throw, from Gazland. Who's feeling it out there? Ford, the official scores as a single and an error. error on the field Here's the pitch to the next That block rock is up there. And it's the ball. Wide and outside to the left handed battery. Double Martin down on second. Bridges goes to his stretch. Here's the pitch. He starts the fly out into the left center. Bradlins over under it and has it for the off. Double Martin starts to go down the bottom. Wings again to Marborn. And Martin is held on second. One out. One on, and Frank straight you up at the plate. Each side's got pulling at his trousers, pulling at the peak of his cap and adjusting it. They all seem to want them to get themselves perfectly comfortable for their steps into the batter spot. Frankly always right, picks himself a little tall over his left foot of his steps up there. Wins his back back and forth and does it a couple of times, up and down. Then throws it back on his shoulder. Here's a little round mark, and here's a foot. A drive up into left footer. Well, the goes to West Dunger and it, wings it in the second, and marks it again forced to hold the base by the best throw-in. Cross the for the moment. Eugene Berg, and he wins it over the bidges. Joe Medwick, final straight. He's in there now facing him, batting right, marking down on second. Has no hit, he sets second. here he is. A foul, spiked. On Joe Medley. first ball ever to The only man in the Cardinal line, about a hit. who has got to the catch. Here's the pitch. He swings hard and drives one high. Out into feet. right center. Down off the barrier. He starts escaping around second. The runner is in. He goes on down to third. The relay and he stays at third base. Rosy as he runs into third base, covering the bar. Joe Medwick, he just got a hard one down there, and there's some little the in between the boys, between Marborn and Joe Medwick. He came in hard in that bag, pushing the first away from the third base. on. Medwick is tapping on the bag. Both between the boys. There's going to be a little hard down there for the moment got a discussion down there on third base as to who did what to who. There's a bladier the bag to actually blocked, and he hit him very unintentionally hard, running into it with his foot, and he's laid in there. Go out a bit to relay in a complete box. Well, he's seen your capture down there without any misunderstanding. They are he each other on the back, of the ball. Everybody's friendly again. One got the other was just doing 25 things and the young man who looks to the event, as if he would have to really start him down here on third base. But they seem to have backed it up, and Ned Wich. Ned Wich was Wich on the base as they're broken up, his farther and shoulder. Now we have Nick Fallon down here. He is waiting for all of the time to get over after a third base. A run-in, two out, and left-up on third. Ripped on the top, midget back in the top now. Dutton's mm-hmm. on the round-and-back. Dutton, 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 third. Here's the pitch. A cloud strike. Global cutting the end drive-down, looping out over there. right one is the job on him. Here's the wind-up in the pitch. And forces the late play the way to play, climbing, get him out of the way of that ball. Ball one and strike one is the count. Ryan up. is the pick. Good shot from the second base going coming through the face here. An error. Here's the official scorer down on that one. The error on center fielder, Jojo White. The so rip Holland is down on second. Two out, two runs in, and Bill Delancey coming up, tapping the play score. The score is now nine to nothing. Here's the St. Louis Cardinals. Here's the pitch. He swings out, missing it thinly for strike one. Delancey steps four out the batter's Back on that. white got his hands to dirt The boy comes back up. Now Pidge is waiting for him, He stepped out of the mountain the mound. Start to defend him at back again. out of the grandstand, now sets is almost at the second base. Stepping through short, and serving on around over first. Pidge has looked around the drift balance. here's the pitch. He's got the high towering, high power back and forth, Marlborn goes back fast. back. But so he's got where he can't do a thing with it, into the batters above third and back of there. So Marlborn drops back in. Up to last in the stands, as it bounds away from those who try to get it. Lands again, back in the batter's back. Right two is a count on him. He runs in. This inning here's a pick. He swings hard at it again. He drops the first strike. That is last on the Greenberg Harvey out. This side on the flag. Come in, Gomez.
1: Two
0: on, three hits, and two errors. Pepper Martin was close up. And he swings to left field. He went to the second. Long go up one. come over the ball, getting an error. That's left left. Right to Dawson. Switch. Fly to right. Joe Mudwick then got a hold of him and drove it against the barrier in right center field, throwing double marks. And Joe Mudwick went into third base. He and Mara Bowen trying to left over there. With Mudwick sliding, he knocked Mara down. The boys got up and scored up. But before any damage could be done, the players got between them and the fight was over. Cedric is going out the left field now. They are throwing apples and bananas and oranges. Everything imaginable being tossed out on the field That's well as Yes, hundreds of pieces of juice and bottles coming out there now. It's a, it's a terrible situation for the moment. After in left field, Joe Minter. The players are telling Joe to get in off the field. That and them. They have oranges and apples. The fresher, to the better. Who sit in line for hours and hours waiting for tickets to get in here. They brought their lunch with them. They're not going to eat it this afternoon, but they'll store at Medway. And Westfield style looks like an orchard, a wind orchard. Apples, oranges, and bottles of every description are out around the field there. The ground people are uh, rushing out there. At our Brickhomes, at our a scramble of all-store lights out there, and future lights out at Joe Medwick in the third place. perhaps the unintentionally put in to Marlboro, and the boys had a bit of an argument over there, and the preacher 2 one are uh, taking back in the, in the argument by throwing everything if they can get their hands on out into left field. Regular, too. The regular even they feel crown The ball gone out there now. They're picking up the paddles and everything. But the fans are standing there waving their handkerchiefs, newspapers, and hats and everything. And the Joey Medic, the Cardinal left fielder. In the meantime, let us get back to the ball game. As we win the Tiger half of the sixth inning, it will be nine to nothing in favor of the Cardinals. And only again the first half of the sixth backing. Union to left field, went to second on Garthman's family. Blackrock then drive to Garthman, drive to right. Then Medlick's trouble, throwing Martin, and then the appearance of third base. And then single to center field. It was Collins 4-foot of the afternoon. It do? It's to the plate, making it the final of the National League 9 before the American League six seconds on right, so, so right the field of battle. The last game's cut out. And here's a picture in left field again. The farmkeepers are doing a face job of putting left field clean up.
1: The fans are all
0: in the 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 where they fought it in baseball and that is the goal metric in final left field. It's stop, it looks really like
1: the ground, the ground, the That was a by John Wilson. He does look like the ground. He's keeping the ground corner of the cleanup position. That's five
0: John. They don't see this as a football game. It's only an accrucial battle in the World Series. And it's uh kind of set. And it's reached the seventh game. He's far battle to Keep the the until they brought the call up to 6 and 6. In New York, they're going to feel the classroom before another great role of baseball enthusiasts, not over to Detroit, but propels the fans of these United States. They're here, everybody, enthusiastic. And just at the moment, they're running over their enthusiasm. The groundkeepers who have that ground cleared off right back there. We're ready to resume players, but again, these fans have reached the right back there and that's everything that they have in the beaches high part of the field. Ladies and gentlemen, I know this is a picture that you all want to know. I've given you my view of it. I'm turning the microphone over to Don Wilson for a moment. Don, come on in. This is one of those very, very tense moments in a baseball game when most anything can happen to a player if he gets back out there near that beaches the photographer went out there to get a hold of medwick get a picture of him medwick coming in from the apple orchard out there and uh uh, medwick picks up an orange and fires away at the photographer down here saying the audacity of the photographer to come out here and take my picture under such circumstances it looks through the eyes of this casual observer from way up here at this altitude as though it might be rather a dangerous thing for we to go back into that left field orchard out there again, and an orchard it is literally, not figuratively, but literally this time. If he should have to go back to that fence to catch a fly ball, those fans in their uh, anger at him for an act which may or may not have taken place down here were not the position to say. <laughs> the anger of the fans might provoke the throwing of a bottle or an orange or something that might cause an injury to that ball player down there. What they're going to do about it, of course, remains to be seen. It's one of those very tense moments. You know, these things happen in all sporting contests at this time. Nerves are very squat. Everyone is on edge. And even though the Cardinals have a very comfortable lead in this seventh and final game in this 1934 World Series, still the nerves of all the players, even with that comfortable lead, are very, very much on edge. Well, so that's one of those things that can happen. And after it's all over with, why everybody's sorry for it, they shake hands and make up. Tom Manning has given you this picture, which we can't hardly elaborate on any further. Tom, will you come in and continue? I want to take just a moment. It's been a long time since we told the folks. We've had a great time out here for seven days. And the four-quarter company hopes that the crowd will lift again at the stands of four leaders, the United States and Canada, as well as everywhere else, are enjoying these game. Nothing doing in the way of starting players. Or as John Wilson told you, the crew is out there in the cleanup position. The score of this time is 9-0 in favor of the Cardinals of the National League. Joe remember, is going back out to left field. The ground has been screen down. And once again, the fans out there on the field are standing up. They're whatever they have left now. Here comes some more oranges, the more apples and everything else. Here comes a couple of more bottles. They're doing everything that they have out there on the field again. And once more, up past they're going. Up past they're going. Those two of the base the American League, the and some of the national, have left out there. Some are coming in now and is saying something to a couple of Americans. In the meantime, Frankie took the manager, and The Cardinals is working out there, attacking the footballer, as is Captain Leo DeWolfers. Once again, the ground crew take every possible attempt for holding up their hands, asking the fans to allow the game to continue. But I don't believe that they're going to allow Joe Ludwig to play left field. But the Cardinals know, they have a side all of their own. They hate to give up and bring Joe Mudrick get out of there. But I fear Frankie Fitzgerald is hoping to Joe Ludwig to come in. Mudrick is walking slowly in from left field. Well, let's give you the picture now. Half the team boys down here. Jersey team has had a play on and off on several occasions. Just at the bottom, the back door of the Cardinals. They've again run out of the field taking that right. The best weather trim and black, half to Judy Dean, who is the final picture of the afternoon. Bill Delancey and Dean Nye are looking out the score at Field. It's going to be some moment there before play can be resumed at Cave Field here in Your players, the Cup. The uphill, the last congregated down there, is just in front of the shortstop position. Nigel and all of the American League, Kings, Verdon, and Bill Trump have a national league. They're having some sort of a conference down there, but all the partners are in a trap to the huddle right at the shortstop position. And we're going to throw the microphone over to four partners who think we see something different now. First, the conference of umpires is going on down there now, Tom. It's different from the several conferences which have gone on before. We've had several down here while this arching was going on. And now the four of them, who in front of the mound, have stepped over to speak to the manager, frankly, please. What their decision has been, after this discussion given to Joe Medwick, out there in left field, will be announced in just a moment. The players are leaving the action the He is walking back up to the mound. One of the boys carrying his left, his cardinal left, Jersey out. Edwick has walked out there, he certainly seems to be able to take it, He stood there facing the fans, taking all the boos and the jeers which they offered him, now he's walked out there amid that, and more of the food is starting to come down, lemons, oranges are starting to splash down around Joe Edwick again, the booters, it is quite good in the stand, the people out in that field, are showing their displeasure with the happening at third base, which of course, no one can tell just exactly what it was. Both boys battered each other as they left. And the network watching out there in the field is getting the same blood reception every time. And the ground keepers are out again. What do you see over there, Tom Manning? Just at the moment, there is something going to happen. We're going to follow this play all the way out for you. Manager, manager Mickey Coughlin of the Detroit Tigers, a great favorite in Detroit, has been asked by Frankie Cochran to go to left field to see what can be done about it. Mickey Cochran seeing uh, a big sport is walking out to left field with his bat right in his hand and is now holding up his hand asking the freezer right to refrain from throwing anything else out on the field. Mickey Kaplan, however, doesn't go all the way out to left field. He's back out right there at the moment and is talking to Clem and Rick Owen. Now he's coming back towards the plate and once again, 3, 6, 9, 10, 11, about a dozen of the groundspeakers are out right there and for the- Out of the fence, he stands over there, just barely missed one of the, the ground keepers out there, who has a the tail trying to pick up the fruits and the bottles and so forth. Mickey Cocker has walked in now and is standing right at the here, Judge, Judge Landis now, Commissioner of Baseball, uh, stood up in his box and has called uh, Joe Medley over to his box. Joe Medrick is coming into left field. all of the cardinal players are running in, all going over to the box, but they are stopped at the line by the Umpires. Uh, Joe Medrick now is over uh, with his, his pop-off, and uh, definitely standing there talking to the Commissioner of Baseball. The photographers are standing out there on the field, they have climbed over the barrier, and they are taking pictures of Joe Medrick and right Fritz as they stand there talking to the commissioner of baseball, judge, Kenneth Mountain Landis, who's occupying a box along the first baseline. Mickey Cochran has also walked over and is in the conference now. Uh, Greenberg has also come over. Uh, the empires are, are walking over now, let's see. Uh, Clem, uh, has got over to the commissioner's box, and the commissioner is there doing all of the talking at the moment with Medwick, Fish, Cochran, and Greenberg, all standing there with their arms around and a close puddle so the no one except the umpires and the players who will be able to hear what uh, the commissioner has to say. He's raised his hand up in the air now, like an umpire would say to get out of the park or something, but Frankie Fish is saying something back to him, uh, and pulling up his cards as he walked away, I believe that it's not official as yet that is out of the game. Right? after his conference. Ladies and gentlemen, we do not say that Commissioner Landis has put him out because that is not official. But after the conference, at the back, at Commissioner Kelly Mountain Martin Landis, Joe Medricks walked to the Cardinal bench. We think that the Commissioner has ordered Frankie to replace Sedlick in left senior. That is, at least, our observation from our broadcast position. And now, for the benefit of our thousands of friends, perhaps, who would like to catch up, those who are getting just getting home from work, I want to tell you that in the first half of the sixth inning here, the St. Louis Cardinals was of the Master League 9. Detroit Tigers, nothing. It was in the sixth inning and Joe Midlick threw the ball into deep right center field. The ball turned off the barrier out there, and it was the first play at third base. Joe Medlic crossed his feet and stood into third. He and Moe the Tiger third baseman, both fell to the ground. They got up and squared off. The players stepped between them, and when Joe Medlic went out to play, left field for the Cardinals, he's future right through everything that they had. Many of them were carrying lunches through oranges, apples, bananas, and strawberries of every description and of every make out on the field, including a lot of cup bottles. The field last several times, but Senator Martin Landers after the conference has ordered Joe Medrick out of the lineup and kicked forth will play left field. No El Dean will be allowed to take a few moments now to warm up after this long delay. And the first Tiger hitter in the sixth inning will be manager, Mickey Coughlin. And here is Ford Barnes to tell you about the half of the six. The score, St. Louis, nine, Detroit, nothing. Ford down. That's the first time the judge man, has well in a division in a game. Then, here's the attention to the half of baseball. Here's the pitch. A strike call on Mickey Coughlin. Judge Landis making the decision down here, standing up in his box with the managers before him and the two players who've concerned in the disruption at third base. Making the decision, sending Mebrick out and pull it in. Here's the next pitch. He cracks a fly out into right field. And Grossock going back to the line, makes a nice catch of it, making it one out. You know, we're in the last half of the sixth inning. Mickey Cox the first man up for the Tigers as they trail nine to nothing, coming up in their half of the sixth, Sally Gehringer next at bat. Pull it. Fuller, here's the new left fielder for the St. Louis Cardinals. Billy Dean had a long time. He tried to warm up several times. Then they tried to resume play. He dropped his sweater, put it back on when the feet started flying off in her left field again. Three or four times that happened. Each time he had to retire to put on his sweater and try to keep his arm warm. Then he came back warm up again. Gerringer's in there now as Mickey Jackson drops on over to the dugout. One out. Nobody on, here's Geringer, here's the pitch. A ball strike, setting in there, swerving in and setting the outside corner. Strike one on Charlie Geringer, he has his back, back on his shoulder. Puts it up again, here's the wind up. The pick, a bounder down the shore. DeRocha takes it, just it over to first and he's out. A beautiful pick up by Leo DeRocha. And the crowd is applauding him here. He made a beautiful pickup of a bounder coming in fast on it, shooting over Rip Collins for the second half, retiring Charlie Gerens. Bruce Goslin, big old loose from Salem, New Jersey, comes in there and now caps the rubber, pulls his cap, and swings his bat a couple of times, and writes the full length of it up, getting his convert on his hands. Here's the wind-up, he shoot in, he got the fly, it's coming over here, just the line, Rip Collins is back on the the line and has it in the net for the third out. All right, down Manning, i right in. No one, no hits, and no errors. Mickey Stockland forced up wide to off-lock. Keringer, result to O to the cone, and that's what it didn't short drop of the quadrants, came in and threw a big hand from the Kaiser Rudolf there to that well play. It was a slow boundary. Came in fast, scooped the ball up, and hit the underhand over the first, just ahead of Keringer. Two thousand, then fouled out to the first base and passed. No runs, no hits, and no errors. The F.C. do is 6 innings, under 7th game of the World Series. St. Louis Climbers have scored 7 runs in the 3rd inning, and 2 in the 6th. The score at the end of 6 innings, St. Louis to becomes nothing. The Tigers started off there this afternoon, and Roll, Offset, and Bridges came in as his in the third inning. Bridges is still in the box, a fellow, right-hand third-ball artist who has picked that brilliant ball throughout the American League campaign. The boy who picked that grand game against the Cardinals the other day. He is in there this afternoon, and only Orton will lead off for the Cards in the seventh, or bond. Ernie Osadia has stepped up there to the batter's box now. Harry Geisel is up at the plate. Question from over here comes Bill Slam over to get a piece of paper. Yes, that was what was wrong here, delaying play as we go into the seventh inning. Bill Slam had trotted over, and he's down here talking to one of the coaches back here on the line who's raced back into the dugout now. Bridges is still warming up with Mickey Cochran. as Osadia has stepped away from the plate. Bill Clem is walking slowly across the diamond. He's umpiring at third today. Tommy Bridges, whom Tom Manning was just speaking about, pitching grand ball since the third inning, pitching ninth nice ball. He did a grand job on Sunday. Joe Medwick, Joe Medwick has been taken off the bench and is retiring to the clubhouse. the roster. that's him on the top have six members of the Detroit Constabulary escorting Joe Medwick around there under the stand, evidently fearing that the ire of the stands here in Detroit would lead them to some riot act against Joe Medwick. Yes, we have another regiment joining them over there and two of them leading the Tiger dugout with one of the policemen motioning to the stand to sit down as they walk over there, go down through the Tiger dugout and back under the stand. Joel disappearing under there as the police accompany him. Now on across cross that he's in there, Bridges is facing him. Here's the wind up in the pit. A high foul into the fast box. That's a third base. One strike one. He steps back into the batter's box. Bridges is dropping the ball into his glove. As he looks down to make it for the signal, the wind up Shoots it across the plate, but it's high. Inside, driving left-handed batter away for a ball. Ball one and strike one. Here's the windup. He cracks a high one out into center field. White is under maneuvering around and has it for the out. Ernest Arzatti retires and Leo DeRocher comes up next. DeRocher the captain and snappy shortstop, one of the most graceful shortstops and probably the finest shortstop ever witnessed in the sport of baseball. Comes up there now, back right, tracks the rubber, faces. Tommy Bridges is blowing on his hand down there. He gets the signal, then goes into his wind-up. Here's the pitch. He cracks one hard out into deep right center. He's rounding first. White is changing the ball. It bounds off the barrier. He goes on down to second, round second, going on down to third. The relay is in into Garinger, taking it, and he's on third base. A three-bagger, for Leo DeRocher. One out, and Leo DeRocher on third. <laughs> as Mike Gonzalez to him down there, he takes off his cap, and they're applauding him here in the stands. Fine-looking, and they're applauding Dizzy Dean as he comes up. There's exactly the crack. the place of the rubble bats. his back. Man on third, one out. Here's the wind up. Here's the pitch. Foul back into the screen, back of home plate. A new ball goes into play, and Tommy Bridges starts picking the cover and dirting it up to his satisfaction. He comes up third, throws the rubber again, that on Dean's shoulder, here's the windup, and the pitch, a bounder down to third, Marv Owen holds in the third, then throws Dean out at first. Owen holds the roster on third, then makes the foot out, going over to Big Hank Greenberg. Two out. Leo Delosier on third base, and Peppery Martin, little old Pepper, down here, wiping his hands in the dirt behind the plate before he comes up and just his belt, goes to the peak of his cap and steps into the batter's box, taps the old rubber plate down here as Bridges goes into his windup. Here's the pitch. A strike called. Seem to just slip that outside corner to the right-handed batter. A stretch, and then a windup. And the pitch, attempts to bunt, and it's the strike. Strike two, come by Harry Gargles, holds up his hands, showing the count. Strike two on the batter. Mickey Getz, up. That's After give a signal. Here's the wind-up. A grounder down to Charlie Garinger, second, he grabs it at the moment, and the runner is David first on the error, scoring Theo de Rocher with the 10th run of the ball game. 10 to nothing, favor the St. Louis Cardinals. The error on Charlie thats Jack LaFrost follows Martin in the batting order of the Cardinals. He steps up there now batting left. With Tupper Martin on first, a run in, two out. Here's the pitch, a ball, high and outside the left-handed batter. Ball one is the count, two out, and Tupper Martin on first. And to run in, ten to nothing now, favor St. Louis. A foul work first, but Pepper is back there, was his foot up against the bag, falling around, trying to keep his balance. Warang Greenberg left, loose that ball, throwing it back to Bridges. Then again, he takes the lead off first, dancing around down here. At the pitch it goes down, Mickey feds it down, and it's filed down there. The second hand, he saved it, rolls just off the bag. Rowe goes over and takes it. They're scoring it as a stolen base. Runner coming in hard at the same time as the ball. Ball rolling with a scroll. Scoring that as a stolen base for Pepper Martin. Jack Rothrock down here at bat. They just set back up on the mound. Ranches around a second and shoots the pitch and He drives one high out into deep left center. Goslin chasing and over his head. Martin coming on in. Rothrock is rounding second. Goslin makes a throw in and it's a two base hit for Jack Rothrock. Scoring the 11th run of the ball game. 11 to nothing in favor of the St. Louis Cardinals. Greenberg takes the toss from Rogel who got the throw in from Goslin. Rob Rock now on second, and Frank takes it back. Here's the pitch. He's back hard at the first mile. one, goes back on it to foul. way back to first. goes back on it fast, but doesn't quite catch up with it, and it drops for along long strike. Strike one. Frankie steps out of the box. Wipe his hands with dirt, rub him on his trousers. Runs one hand the length of his bat before he comes back up there to face. Tommy Bridges, who has the signal now for Mickey Cotton, who straightens up. Throwing the rubber, with a reset, glances around, into the pitch. He that one high out into right field. The seatbelt is getting under it and has it while they off retiring the side. Come in, Tom Manning. In the cardinal half of the seventh, Roy Orzari was pushed up and twice to white. Leo Deloser. Then triple. Dizzy Dean bombed it out, on to Dreamville. Copper Martin hit a ground ball to Gallagher. Gallagher fumbled the ball, getting an error. And George has Jack Walcroft was fast. Copper Martin stole second. Walcroft then got a hold of one and drove it against the barrier in deep left center field for two bases, sending Martin across the plate. First, wide to back. Two runs. Two hits and one error. As we go into the last half of the seventh inning, score is St. Louis Cardinals 11, Detroit Tigers 7. All is up for that old seventh inning stretch. The Tigers coming to bat, and Billy Rose go Tigers shortstop left hand rattler, the hitter will be first up. Lizzie Dean, you know, and Bill Delancey form the Cardinal batter. Bill Rose so, Gell picked up Bill Delancey's mask. And so puts the ball out for second and takes his
1: basket. and ready to go. The final half of the seventh inning. Fourth ball. Bill Rogel starts up from Springfield, Illinois. Batting now for the Tigers as we go into their half of the seventh. Dean is
0: down on the mound getting the signal from Bill Delancey. He goes into his windup and here's the pitch. He swings out of it, fouls it, hits fouls it, bounces back to home plate. Bill Delancey. I thought the ball had gone up into the air for the moment. Started targeting his fast before he realized the ball was down on the ground. All right, guys, we step out and dust up the plate. Bill Rogal kick some dirt out of his heels. Stepped up there again, pulls at the peak of his cap. Bases Dirty Dean who's out there on the mound with his characteristic stance before he goes into his wind-up. Here it is, and the pitch. Now awesome. well, pops up into the hands of Leo de Rocha. They're short for the out. One goal. First batter up popping out to Theo DeRozan. We have Hank Greenberg, the Bronx Boy of New York City, up there for the Tigers. Down here kicking hard the dirt. He bats right. Kicking hard the dirt down the battered box. Here's the pitch. A strike, foul, tipping the inside corner of the plate to big Hank Greenberg, he's batting right. Nobody on, one gone. Here's the windup in the pitch. He offered hard at a throw ball, but it goes sailing over the line, foul, and it's just a long strike. Strike two. The roar of the crowd thinking it was a home run, it stopped straight off that left field line. That was a foul all the time, and wheeled across there. And he's up there now with strike two on him. Vancey's rigging to Dean. He's going to win a pick. He swings hard, going down the other strikeout route. Two outs. Greenberg retiring one, Swing at one with plenty of half and plenty of break on that third. Marvin Owen. Marvin Owen, the third dagger batter up in the seventh inning. The score 11-0 in favor of St. Louis. They made seven runs in the third, two in the sixth, and two in the seventh. Here's the pick. A ball, too low. Delancey tossed about against to to the beam. That's who's just in with Satchel Smith, Give the signal. Here it comes. A ball, ball two again. Too low to my voice. Delancey walks her out in front of the plate. The boy shoots her out to the beam again. He's standing there motionless, then goes into his windup to get the signal. Here it is. A bounder down to Frank Fisher's face at the edge of the draft. He's it over to Collins for the out. retiring the side. Three up and three down. Come in combat. No worms, no hits, no errors. Rogel pops up to DeRosa. Greenberg struck out. Carbone, calling it out, puts to Collins. The full series broadcasts are brought to you through the courtesy of the Ford Motor Company
1: is sent to you directly from Maven Field, Detroit. You are listening to WMAQ, the Chicago Daily News, stationed the time of 2.25 and 22nd Central Standard Time.
0: At the goalie's the first half of the eighth inning here at Maven Field, we have a change in the size of pitchers. Tommy Bridges, no, is sitting in the box take it out. And football, Marbury, that colorful figure he was so long was Rookie Watkins in front of him. Great relief, 15, he did in his early days. He's all the Tigers, and he comes in here as the Carver's come to bat in the eighth inning. Fred Marbury, big, heavy set right-handed. Carver's come to bat, and here is Ford Ball. Marbury's in there making the cover on new ball as Kyle Fuller. A new left fielder. He's up at fast to start. Here's the pitch. A ball. Forcing the right-handed batter away from the plate. Ball one. Here's the count on Charlie Fuller. Rob Gerard, Pennsylvania. Here's the point up in the pitch. Again a ball inside the right-handed batter. Ball two. Marbury. Here comes from Streakman, Texas. He's just come in here to leave in the eighth inning. Here's the wind-up he got hot one down, Last short through short, and second base, goes on out to center field for a single, or fairly six bullet. Who's down first now with Rip Collins, you up at the plate, and Rip takes his plate, and the batters back, scratching the rubber with his back, and his back, forcefully back and forth, as he comes up there to face the offense of Purple Marguerite. One arm on and nobody out, but for 11, nothing favor the favor of Cardinals. Here we go into the first half of the eighth inning. Here's the wind-up in the pit. Keep back one high, out into right center. Chief Fox is going over under and has it. And Fuller, would chase almost down to second, has the race back to first. One out, one on. Dick Fuller on first. And Bill DeLancey, the Cardinal catcher, coming up to bat. Garinger's just a throw in. He tosses the ball over to Marbury who wipes his hand off on the rocking bag. One out, one on. First half of the eighth inning, the score 11 to nothing. of St. Louis. Delancey's down there swinging his bat back and forth. Here's the pitch. He cracks one down to second. Geringer takes it, shoots it. Over to first. Not possible to make a play. Pulas was already down on second and there's two gone. Delancey out. Geringer to Greenberg. Ernie Osbatti. Niels Addy, whom we've told you is from Los Angeles, California, and who has received an injury in almost every game of this series, but who has played sterling ball all the way through another left. I believe he's only been out of one game when Fuller's replaced him out in center field when the injuries were just too painful and legs too stiff for him perform. Here's the pitch. A ball. Low, almost in the dirt. Stockton picking it out of it. Big Fullis down on second. Marbury glances around at him. Playing on the mound then. juicy pitch in passes high and outside for ball two. Purple Marbury again wiping off the cover of the ball and he steps up there to throw the rubber. Picking around hard at Big and the pitch. A ball, ball three. High one and inside. of you, back left. He swings this up very slowly and drooped it down. Here's the pit. And the wall. A ball too low, or sad. He is given a wall. You can see just the way he drops down the first of that right leg is Joe Bobbin. Two men on, two out, and Leo de at back. Mr. now is Marbury. M-A-R-D-E-R-R-Y. Marbury is pitching. The man up at the bat right now is Mr. DeRocher. Man on first, and man on second, two down and on strike one has been pitched to DeRocher. He awaits for the next one. Oh, that one almost hit him. Came in close. He got away from it. A very nice catch by Cochran that time to keep it from being a wild pitch. Very nicely caught by Cochran. Here that's what the back towards second base is taken for the fourth of our Every That the in the eighth inning, the first half of the eighth. And we have in that place for the Cardinals, no runs, one hit, no errors, and two men left to the base. Starting to play in the last half of the eighth inning, and man coming to bat is Fox, the right fielder. Mr. Fox is down there, waiting for the ball to be down again. Dean pitches it down, Fox lands it off, toward left field. The ball lands way back in the corner and left. It's being taken out there and thrown right down towards third base in a fast throw. The ball is stopped by Martin and the runner pulls up on second base with his second double of the afternoon. Fox doubling right down in the left field corner on the first ball trip. That, ladies and gentlemen, being the fourth kids off busy team this afternoon. Now we should see who contends to that for Robertie, if any. You know, the largest shutout on the World Series, was 9 nothing when it was 1905. Madison took that game. Right now, the score is 11-0 in favor of St. Louis. And, of course, these Detroit Americans want to get one run in at least as they possibly can here before this game ends. It's the last half of the eighth, and the man in scoring spot, Walker, is coming to bat for Marbury. W-A-L-K-E-R. Walker batting for Marbury. for Marbury. That's up there, a right-hand hitter. Dean ready to fifth him with a man on second base and nobody down in the last half of the eighth. Here's the pitch. First ball pitch is a long fly, way out toward left. Left fielder's after it. Fuller takes the ball, runs a few steps forward and whips it down toward third base. The walker is out on the first ball pitch on a high fly to left field. Next man coming to the bat is Jojo White. White coming up with one down, a man on second. Just been returned to this, Dean. he's getting ready to walk toward the mound. He can jump under the mound. No chance for a windup. up. There's Fox over on second in scoring position. Right the left-hand hitter. Team stretches, looks toward second. Here's the first pitch, and White takes the first strike. Run call. Just right above the hip on the outside corner. One strike away. Fox taking his lead at second. Nobody seems to be bothering him at all. Again, swings in close to the inside line of the batsman's box. With the bat back onto his shoulder. But the way he has changed that, he hasn't had a hit this afternoon. Instead of using the black bat, he has a nice new weapon. Here's the next hit. The ball is called for a strike. Catching the corner on the inside, just at the hip. Strike to the JoJo. He was hitting 138 at the start of his game, as far as his series hitting is concerned. That has dropped considerably so far, with three hits at the plate and no hits this afternoon. Here's the pitch. He takes a swing at it. And it's called the right three. You're up. Right swing's at it for strike three. And that brings Dizzy Dean's strikeout record and the record of hits off to be the same. Four strikeouts, four hits off Dizzy. Mickey Catherine comes to bat. The idol of the Detroit fans, a great ball player. Steps up there, left hand swinger. Man on second with two down. He hits the first ball way out toward right field. Looks like it might be foul, but the wind is carrying it over near the foul line. and That is taken care of very nicely the Roth on a fly in Falls Territory, which retired side in the 8th inning, we have the Detroit Tigers making no runs, there was one hit, there were no errors committed, and they had one man left at the base. Ladies and gentlemen, the broadcast of all the World Series games this year have been sent to you by the Ford Motor Company, Mr. Henry Ford, Mr. Edsel Ford, and your local Ford dealer, producers and distributors of Ford and Lincoln cars and Ford trucks. I hope you have enjoyed these games. We're starting the first half of the night, ladies and gentlemen. First man coming to bat should be up here in just a moment for the St. Louis Cardinals. Calling for attention out there on the loudspeaker system, but right now we're watching to have Grisby Dean come up for his turn of bat. All starters right, is pitching. a Woods is catching. The first man at bat is Dean. We're starting the first half of the night. And the score is 11 or nothing in favor of the St. Louis Cardinals. Trouters swings up the pitch, the first one down to Dizzy Dean. Here's the pitch. Dizzy takes it, close to the belt. Ball. What? Ball on the Dizzy. Dizzy watching for another one. Trouters swings up there, winds up very easily, pitches the ball in. Dizzy hits the ball out toward left field. Goslin's over after, takes the line drive for the out. Dean out on a line drive to Goslin for the first out in the first half of the nine minutes. Next man coming up should be Pepper Martin. Pepper Martin this afternoon, has been on face every time except the first half of that when he struck out. He has walked, singled, then shaved in an error, had another single, stolen a base, scored three times. Watching for the ball, he's picked out of Pepper Martin with one down in the first half of the night. Started, takes his wind-up, wings up easily, balances. here's the pitch. Pepper hits the ball right straight up in the air towards first base, it's being blown foul. Greenberg is after it and takes the ball over the dugout for the out. Petra Martin out on a ball to Greenberg. That puts two men down and brings to that Rothrock, who has doubled twice this afternoon, walked once, knocked into a fourth out, and slide out once to left field. There are two out on the ninth inning with Rothrock coming to back. There's a the pitch. A ball inside and low to the left-handed batter. Two out, nobody on, Jack Rockrock rock up. Router has it again, goes into that slow wind-up, and sets the pitch. and it's a ball, ball two. Again, low inside, forcing Jack Rockrock rock to do a little half-skip, with both feet to get out of the way. That slow wind-up of the general again, and the delivery. He offers that, but fouls back into the screen. Two balls and strike one. Here's the count now as that foul back into the screen. Two and one's the count on Jack Rogbrock. Third batter up for the Cardinals here in the ninth. Scores 11-0, favor St. Louis in the first half of the ninth inning. General Crowder, who's just come onto the mound for the Tigers, pitching to Jack Rogbrock. Mickey Jackson receiving. Here's the wind-up and the pitch. A front. He goes winging down first. Crowder ticket rolls over the line. Foul. Ray Hayworth, a great catcher, who caught almost half of the Tigers games this year, and his name appears in the lineup here for the first time. There's the pitch. He swings hard and powder strikes out the last batter for the Cardinals here in the ninth inning of this seventh ball game. The Cardinals now start out to their position as we go into the last half of the ninth inning. The Cardinals meeting 11 to nothing with Charlie Geringer. Charlie Geringer, the second baseman for the Tigers, due at bat. Bill Delancey is down there now waiting behind home plate for Dean, who just did, uh, well, it's almost a somersault going on out to the mound, just in high spirits. As he steps up there right to the mound, we start warming up with Joe land Crowder had a three up and three down in his appearance here in the last game. Striking out, Jack Ross got the last man after running the count to three and two. Here's Sally Gerringer walked out there now, swinging it back viciously through the air. Third man in the Tigers' batting order. Up first here in the last half of the ninth. Trailing by 11 runs. He stands there almost motionless, then wings his bat around viciously again. Here goes into his wind-up, Here's the pitch. He offers at it, and it kicks the plate behind home. A foul. Strike one. Delancey never fails to knock that masking cap off. There's anything doing behind home. He doesn't wait. Anything tells him. as soon as that ball happens around and he hasn't got his mitt to do something. Here's the pitch. He swings at it. He cracks a hit, a base hit. Up into left field where Hank Fuller has it, shoots it in, it's a base hit. A single for Charlie Derringer. First man up, Bruce Goblin. Still New Jersey. Comes up and catches the dust out of his heels. Good. as he comes up there, pulls at the beginning of cap, 15, here's the wind up in the pit. He the a bounder down to the first, and shoots it down to the second. Derosier shoots it back. And Dean was over there for the play, Take the throw from Derosier. So there was no problem with double play. George was standing about a yard off first base. From here it looks as though Dizzy thought he had his foot on the bag, but he's standing a whole, or yard or four feet away from first, thinking you was taking the throw for the double play. The roger's making the out at first, retiring Garringer on a fourth out, and then uh, making the throw over to first, trying to get the goose. Rather amusing, the crowd all got a laugh, as Dizzy looked down at his foot and discovered the bag wasn't under. So here we have Bill Rogeloff, here's the pitch. He cracks one hard, a base hit, rolling on the ground out in the right field. Scrooge is on second, and Rogal is on first. One out, and two men on. Hank Greenberg, do it fast. Roslyn on second, Rogal on first. One out, and Hank Greenberg up. Hank's digging himself a terrific hole down here in the batter's box on the left side of plate. He bats right, you know, and he's digging one for his right foot. As his throws the rubber, looks around his second, wind up, here's the pitch, upstrikes Call. flipping the outside corner to the right-handed batter. Right one is the count, one out and two on. in the last half of the ninth inning. Badgers failing by 11 runs. Stretch, as he looks around his second, here's the pitch, Foul off the handle of his back. Now, two strikes ball tripping off the handle of his bat and bounding over towards the Cardinal dugout. Two strikes to count on Big Hank Greenberg. Up here for his last time in this 1934 World Series with two men on and one out. And the count two strikes on him. Set, here's the pitch. A swinging pit. strike going down for the count and Big Hank the first baseman from New York, the first Tiger takes a long, long walk over to the dugout. out Delancey walks further out almost to pitcher's Mound before he tosses the ball to Dierstein. Two men are gone, two out, and Dierstein is out there on the mound facing Marvin Owen. Marvin Owen, another California boy. Up here, with two men gone, two on, and the score 11 nothing favor the St. Louis sergeant. He takes off his mound and flushes his right sleeve. Takes off his glove, walks off the mound, comes back up there again, throws the rubber, goes to his set, here's the fix. A five on the deck which DeRozan takes, starts at the first for the final out of the 1934 World Series. Which the Cardinals, which the St. Louis Cardinals win this seventh and the batting game with 11 runs, 70 hits, one error, the taggers no runs, six hits, and three errors. A shutout for the great Dizzy Dean. He and his brother, the only pitchers during this 1934 World Series, to have two games to their credit. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we know these players are racing off the field, and most of them got off before this uh, crowd got out here. The crowd is racing over to the Tiger dugout, but the Tigers have all disappeared down the little hole in the far corner of their dugout, and the Cardinals, of course, raced over there and got disappeared. We wanted to describe the scene for you here, but the fans are walking very quietly across the Green flag here in Maven Field. Twenty-five years since we've had a World Series and they haven't won the world championship. Their spirits are dampened, of course. We're going to back you down to Tommy Manning Who's in these Cardinal dugouts? Come in, on man. Now no, the boys are coming in, you can hear them. And the first boy that's going on the air is Captain Leo DeLoister. Leo, what did you think of him? Well, Mom, there's a bacon. What a great ball club. The greatest fighting bunch of ball players I've ever had the pleasure of playing with. A great manager and two great pitchers and teams and a great bunch of fella. Leo has played a great game on there, score to fill the fans times without number. And here is that right field of the Cardinals. The boy has passed over into right center field times without number and knocked off those hard hello man first i want to thank the, the loyal rudy's of california to send me those telegrams and it's a great feeling we've got a great night and we're all just as happy as we can be jack just some come to the other boys here uh, rip collins is rips away. he has four hips come on in rip. well i wanted to get one more but i got one more i the world's work i hope my family's listening to me and Bob i know my wife is we're all happy as we can be, boy. And here is, ladies and gentlemen. Tizzy Jean. Just take this microphone and help yourself, man. Hello, everybody. Well, the Cardinals of the Champions, I predicted before the series started, the Cardinals would win the most race in the World Championship, and they certainly did it. And I predicted it set out for myself, and boy, I got it. Look at this. This is try before you won the game. Run the good side. I have no alibi. Not at all. And I'll say I can't say that much for the Tigers because well, they come out in alibi yesterday after their great defeat that they took yesterday from the Tigers. And they might have lost the ball game and they ought to have just come up to really nice kind of nice Congratulations, old fellow, you're four times. And it's very nice to have you here at the microphone. Let's get over here and get Pepper hey, Martin. Hey, Pepper! Pepper Martin! Come here a minute. Pepper Martin is trying to get himself a shower bath, but come on over. Hello, brother, and hello, everybody. I sure am uh, glad that we brought the old pennant back to St. Louis mm-hmm. and it's just wonderful. That's I think so everybody's so happy. Thanks for here's Bill DeLancey, that great young catcher. You're going to hear a lot about Bill DeLancey. How is it, Bill? I think it's a great cheer. We've got the two greatest pitchers in the world on our club. And here's another great picture. Come on in, check Carlton. It wasn't that a great ball game. This is the oh. day. I say so, hello to my mother and father down in Texas. I'll so, my arm a good friend down your I'm happy as I can be. We are the I want to give you the pleasure of presenting uh, this next ball player. Well, radio fans, I want to present to you next. Coincidentally, he's You're something. Really doing a good job. Well, I'll well, well. tell you, it's very hard to say much about this young fella. He has got what you call it, and everything that goes with it. He is one of the greatest young pitchers who has ever come up to the majors in the last ten years. I'd like to present to you, radio folks, Paul Dean, brother of Busy Dean, the man who won that ball game for us today.
1: Thank oh, you. Paul.
0: Hello, fans. I'm sure happy that we won the ball in and the, the World Series today And I'm sure that we'll be out there by next year, hoping to win again. Thanks. Come on, Leo, present, uh, present the boy that's blue. I want to present the Cuban president, Mike Gonzalez. Hello fine. I'm Hopper with doctor on the wall. We fight them very much yeah, as one of the best cities, one city ever thought. So. We fight them more than anybody ever because so, I'm sorry, as everybody asks so, Goodbye. Thanks so much. And here's the 6-4. Wait a minute, we're going to get the Pussy Wires for first. Good morning, Pussy. Hello, everybody. We're all excited here, and we're very happy that we won this World Championship. It shows the fighting spirit. I want to say a word about Frankie face. He's got the fighting spirit, and he's fired all the players with so the great spirit and the very sure pride of him. And the Dean Boys also, the George Bates face. see? All right. Hello, everybody. in Hampers, and Mother, and Dad, and everybody. Goodbye. We're all excited here. Wish y'all lots, lots of luck to happen here. Oh, man, alive. I want to tell you that this is certainly something. Jack Rothrock, what do you think of it? Isn't this problem? Oh, this, this is... Uh never saw anything like it. It's a real fighting ball club, and they're still fighting. They'll go on fighting. These kids are certainly the happiest gang. We're trying to elbow our way over here to Frankie Fritz. Hundreds of photographers are here. And Don Wilson, using all of his feet, trying to get through. We're trying to get over to Frankie Fritz so that Frankie can tell you how uh, it is to be the manager of a world championship team. He's sitting here now with everybody popping away. It's kind of hard to get in there. But we're going to get in to Frankie Fritz as soon as we can. Frankie, I'm in here now with one arm around him and somebody's talking to him. We're going to say, ladies and gentlemen, the manager of the World Champions, St. Louis Cardinals, Frankie Vick. Hello, everybody. I'm pretty well tired out. And uh i on just sitting with there about this thing, and the boys deserve all the credit. I don't want to down for but They fought and fought. They never gave up. They're a great, funky kids. It was a wonderful victory. A great series, a hard-fought series, and the hardest one I've ever been in. And we played against the great ball club. They gave us a battle all down the stretch, and a world of credit for Mickey Clark and everyone on the ball club. Thank you. Thank you, Frankie Fleas. And on behalf of the thousands and thousands of listeners, we want to take their part for a moment and say congratulations to you and to all of your boys. I'm going to turn this microphone over to Don Wilson for a moment so that we can get some of the other boys. Well, pandemonium is certainly breaking loose here in the dressing room of the St. Louis Cardinals here after this game. We were in hopes of getting Joe Medwick on here a few minutes ago, but I believe he's left the dressing room. we're trying to find Tony on spot body. Here he is. Running on spot body, ladies and gentlemen. That is too happy to turn off the We did a great ball club, and I've never been in a ball club that had the fighting spirit that this Cardinal lot has. We're going to walk through here now, and we'll have some of these the Detroit boys on the air for you just in a few seconds. We're going across over into the Tigers dugout, and a lot of you folks who are listening in you want to hear the Tiger players. and first, Gerald walk. We'll stop a to lose, folks, but I reckon we we'll just hard to do it. Ladies and gentlemen, we want to present to the next two shots. We gave them all we had, folks, so now we'll give them the credit. That's fine. Cox in the manager of the Tigers, ladies and gentlemen. We can congratulate the center of and Frankie space on a great series. the team just too tough for you. Well, we get beaten up, so. Billy Wokey. So ladies and gentlemen, Billy Woke the shortstop of the Detroit Pike. Well, uh, the early 90s, folks, was yeah. and, uh, the hearing I can say, folks, is busy heading honey. And he deserves all the fight in the world. Yeah. <laughs> well I believe that that's just about all over in the tiger Dugout, of course. The situation here, the boys are a good downcast, as you know. They fought these the St. Louis Cardinals of the National League, and today the full series of Laban Field is over. The boys have given their all in this great uh, traffic this year, uh, here at Northern Field. The series finishes this afternoon, and the St. Louis Cardinals, of course, are the National League champions. This is Tom Manning speaking, and I'm sure we've had a pleasure in bringing you the World Series, along with Joe Maxineet, Fort Bond, and our John Wilson. John, do you have a, a word to say? Well, I have a great deal to say. I think that it's been our pleasure to hear from these very fine players, and it's been grand to see this last game in the 1934 series. This concludes the broadcast in the World Series game, Sponsored by the Ford Motor Company, Mr. Henry Ford, Mr. Edsel Ford, and your local Ford dealer. The sponsors will be amply repaid if you have enjoyed these broadcasts. Today's game writes the final chapter of the 1934 baseball season. The Ford Motor Company salutes the victors, the St. Louis Cardinals, world champions for 1934, and wishes both teams good luck in the pennant race next year. And in the meantime. What the Fords go by. During this series, it has been the pleasure of a group of NBC announcers to present these games. Jim McNally with the pregame victors. Yes. Hey, Don Wilson did that job in his competent manner. Tom Manning and myself had the fun of giving you the play-by-play. This is Ford Bond signing off. This game which has come to you through the facilities of the National Broadcasting Company. <laughs>